What is up, everyone? Welcome back. Uh, this is episode 36. It's going to be basically a sequel, a part two to my previous episode of my three-week homeless journey while I was living in LA, summer of 2017, living out of my car. So uh, in the previous episode, I know we dove into the very specific detailed actions that I took during those three weeks when I was living out of my car. Now, this episode, I wanted to follow up and dive into the emotions that I was feeling during that three-week journey, okay? I call it a journey because it really was a journey, and, and, and I went through a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of uh, mindset-shifting moments, a lot of clarity, a lot, a lot, a lot. That's all I can say. And, and before we get into it, I want to give a shout-out to all the people, the handful of people who I spoke to in person who listened to my previous episode and said that it was, it was great. And, and basically told me they found a lot of value in it and guys and gals, everyone that's that, that, that I talked to, that really means a lot to me truly, because the fact that you guys find value in what I went through, it's further affirmation that, you know, sharing, sharing our struggles, not just mine, but our struggles have value and that a lot of, other people can connect with it. So I hope that th that me sharing my story inspires you guys listening to share your own story. Each of us has a story and whether we know it or not, those stories can bring value to so many different kinds of people because not one story is alike. We each have a, a, a truly unique and individual story. So let's get into it guys. Again, I, in part two, I wanted to I want to, not wanted to, I want to dive into the emotions, the, the more emotional part of what I went through during those three weeks of me living out of my car, being homeless, running around LA, figuring stuff out, hustling, flipping shoes, going to thrift stores, finding gold and selling them on eBay and offer up and Craigslist. So I wrote down some notes here and here are some of the emotions. First off, I'm going to start off with the negative emotions that I experienced during the homeless journey. Depression, anxiety, disappointment. I think I already uh, briefly mentioned that in the previous episode. Bits of anger, which means, you know, I had little, I wasn't angry a lot during those three weeks. I was more disappointed than angry, but bits of anger, meaning I had little moments of, of anger with my situation. And of course, the biggest one, loneliness for sure. So um, I don't think I mentioned in the previous episode that during this journey, uh, I had one person who, you know, my boy, my boy in LA, one of my best friends, we've known each other for over 11 years now, since college, um, we would hang out. He lived in LA at the time too. I think he still does. He still does. I don't know why I'm saying I think he still does live there. Shout out to you, bro. You know who you are. Uh, we would hang out. We would kick it on Saturday or Saturday nights. Not every Saturday, but you know, occasionally Saturday nights. Uh, have a few drinks, and and he'd let me crash at his house. And he knew I was living out of the car, but um, I, I'm the type of person who does not like asking for help from other people. I like to uh, take everything on take everything on myself. I don't know if it's an ego thing or pride thing. Now, as of recently, especially within the last year, 
I've gotten a lot better at this because the industry I'm in, in real estate, it is so much easier when you're part of mentorships, right? You're paid to be in mentorships, you're going to these events, it's okay. And it makes your path a lot easier by asking for help from people who are more experienced. But we're talking about my journey um, back in 2017 when I was very stubborn, no self-development going on. I wasn't reading any kind of books, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I was just really bad. I was terrible at asking for help. Really, I wasn't asking anyone for, for help with anything. So I'm mentioning this because I didn't ask anyone for help during this homeless journey, right? My buddy had a place that he would have let me crash at. He would have, if I asked, he wouldn't even, even lent me money for some food, but I didn't ask anyone for help. I didn't ask anyone for emotional support with my situation because I took ownership of why I was homeless in the first place. I took, I took actions and took the steps that led me to that situation. And my mindset was, if I go and ask for money from someone, or if I even ask for emotional support regarding these, uh, uh, I know people like to term them, your demons in the closet coming up, your dark, dark emotions coming up to the surface, most people would, would go crazy, 100%. And either go to a doctor and, and ask for antidepressants or anything. And I am not about that. I'm not about pills. I'm not saying they don't work for me. I will never take any of that. Never. And I never have taken any of that. So I'm saying this because I took on all, all these negative emotions, these dark emotions by myself. And <laughs> if I had someone sitting next to me in the car and they could hear my thoughts because I a lot of the nights when I was just laying there alone feeling lonely looking at the metal roof of my car trying to go to sleep in my in the driver's seat man I would just have endless conversations in my mind it, it felt like my mind was it was like two sides like a light and a dark side and it was just battling each other almost every night this went on and I was talking to myself in my mind and I'm saying if only there was someone next to me during this whole time that could hear my thoughts, they would probably think, they would most definitely think that I was insane. And the thing is, I, I am so glad that I went through it myself and, I, and it, was, it was only me that I could talk to regarding these, these dark emotions. It gave me so much clarity and it proved to me, it made, it made me so much stronger. Also, another big reason, I don't think I've mentioned this yet, another reason I didn't tap into uh, asking anyone for help is because if I had asked anyone for money or emotional support, that would have that just been a band-aid on a wound. I would not have been going to the root of the issue and pulled, the, pulled those freaking roots out and solved my issues or at least gotten on the path to taking big strides forward to solve these solve these issues once and for all. So by me going through it myself, it further forged my mind. It really built thicker skin and I would not change it for anything. I wouldn't be who I am today if I had not gone through this alone. So <laughs> read off the negative emotions again, depression, anxiety, disappointment, bits of anger, loneliness, man. So, during this time, something that really, really, really helped me was meditation. I just started getting into meditation for the first time once I started becoming homeless because I would 
browse through YouTube a lot, I still had a, had an Android smartphone and I would browse through YouTube looking for answers, you know, just brainstorming, looking into more self-development stuff. That's where I found meditation and cold showers. So what I would do is um, occasionally when I would spend the night by the beach on the Pacific Coast Highway, I would go, I would wake up early in the morning, go for a swim in the morning. It was the best thing to wake up to. Swim in the morning, uh, swim in the ocean in the morning. And then the beach has those public showers, right? And this was in the summer. So the, so the showers were still on. But you guys know there's no hot water at those public beaches at the public showers. It's just cold water. So I had no choice but to take a cold shower. My whole goal during the time I was homeless was, um, you know, when you guys go out and see a homeless person in public, you can tell they're homeless because they stink. They smell bad. Their, their hair looks like it hasn't been washed in like two weeks. I did not want to look like that. My whole intent during these three weeks was, yes, I know I'm technically homeless. I'm living out of my car, but I do not want to look homeless. That makes sense. I always shower. I shower like almost every night. Um, if when, when I could find showers, I, I basically, I kept myself clean. Okay. I didn't want to look homeless at all because I didn't want people, you know, like feeling sorry for myself, any of that again no help that would have just been any any amount of help would have been a band-aid on a wound to my issues so i started getting into meditation i would go swim in the ocean sit on the beach and just sit there and listen to the waves close my eyes and just meditate and that helped me so much just tap and i and i truly realized how amazing nature is when you're struggling with internal demons try that out guys Seriously, if you're going through something, you're, 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 you're feeling some kind of dark emotion, you're feeling burnt out from work and you spend your, your most of your hours during the day in an office or a cubicle or inside, just go out in nature, go for a walk, go to the beach. It's, it's going to clear your head. Humans are meant to be tapped into nature 100%. So also, now that I uh, dove into a little bit, the negative emotions that I experienced, let me tell you about the positives, okay? Because it's not, it wasn't 100% negative. I had so much, so much um, clarifying moments about my life, you know, if, and, and this whole process that those three weeks really, I took it as a wake up call on, I need to get my shit together with my life. And I really need to start putting massive effort into finding my purpose and an industry where I know I can thrive, which is how I found real estate during those three weeks. And I talked about that too in the first episode. So if you guys haven't yet, go listen to that first and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, so positive emotions. Here's what I felt. I wrote down four in my notebook. Relief, alignment. I just talked about that. Happiness, gratitude. Now here's where the gratitude comes in. You guys might be, think, might be thinking, gratitude? What, you're grateful for, for being homeless and living out of your car? Hear me out. This is why I found gratitude. You guys know that when I had $20 left in my account, I didn't want to spend that on food. So I went to the back of a Chipotle and out of a and ate out of a Chipotle dumpster, the leftovers that they would throw away at the end of the night. I realized that this during the three weeks that this country is amazing. That even when you're at rock bottom, I was literally at rock bottom. I had no money in my account. You know, the $20 I spent on the shoes, and, and then after I spent the money on the shoes. I really had two or three bucks left over. I realized that when you're at rock bottom in this country, 
we are still so well off. Like, do you guys know how much good food, how much food is thrown away every single night at restaurants all across the nation here? I realize that when you're at rock bottom here, it's really not that bad compared to other parts of the world. So I was so grateful that I grew up in this country. I get to live in this country because, man, like rock bottom here is living freaking luxurious or living a great life in other parts of the parts of the world. 100%, guys, if you've traveled or if you're from a country that's 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 not as well off as as the United States, you guys know 100% what I'm talking about. That's why I'm so grateful and to this it, it really woke me up to how good we have it in this in um in this country. Before becoming homeless, I really took things for granted, you know, like the place I lived in. I had a roof over my head. I wasn't that grateful for it. I always complained that I was renting a room out. And I had two roommates, all this bullshit and, and even the food. I complain about all this stuff. But again, this was before all my self-development. So it makes sense that I was thinking these kind of thoughts. So um, happiness. I was happy because I felt like I was finally you know, especially after I found that copy of Think and Grow Rich in the library, man, my happiness meter, once I, once I started getting like about halfway into that book, I felt so happy. The, the amount of joy and happiness I felt while I was first reading that book, because I just felt like I stumbled across the secrets of life. I was so excited and I was so excited to share it with other people. And again, I discussed that in the first episode. Um, I was just so happy that I was finally reading and putting into my mind positivity. Um, and during this time, I I was I start I shifted towards cutting out all music, so I wouldn't li listen to music in my car or or on my phone. It was hundred percent strictly podcast, no music, and I still continue to um, I still continue that habit today. That's something I developed during that three week home homeless journey. I was so happy feeling, you know, just feeling my mind with positive affirmations and positive content, none of that negative music, none of that demonic shit. <laughs> um, and, and, and I, for the first time in my life, I truly felt aligned. Like I didn't feel lost anymore. Do you know how, how relieving that feels when you know that you're on a path that is aligned to what your true purpose is? Now back then, uh, I was just I was just starting this stuff, but I could feel in my in my gut and my heart that I was on the right path, and I'm here today because of that, because of a, of what I went through. It's an incredible feeling. Now relief. Why did I feel relieved? I felt relieved because I was leaving behind um, an industry where I felt like I wasn't supposed to be, which I didn't know, um, and I was going through a lot of dark emotions maybe it was my 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 spirit guides trying to wake me up that hey you're not supposed to be in the music industry or you're you're supposed to be doing something else you know find your purpose wake up by by making us feel these like you know misalignment emotions anxiety i i, I started getting panic attacks for the first time uh it, it wasn't anything crazy but i could feel it uh, uh, well, uh, what do you call it? Building up within myself when I was uh, right before I became homeless. When I was uh, in the in a in a studio in a dark studio, 
and working with these uh, hip hop hip hop artists, and I, I just started feeling this panic attack arising, and I and I quickly shut it down. I was like, no, 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 because I knew I was mentally strong even back then, but now more so. So those are the positive emotions I felt. Uh, I know it sounds a little crazy, but being able to go through this this dark period, and again, I just mentioned that it wasn't a hundred percent dark. There's actually a lot of positivity and a lot of happy moments during this time, you know, and it was, it was one of the first times that I realized, wow, you can make money online. Cause remember I was flipping stuff on offer up and eBay and I was making, I, I was able to get back on my feet, but just by doing this, just by what, just by watching YouTube videos, watching Gary V's content, getting inspired by him to go to thrift shops, garage sales, estate sales, finding gold, you know, finding diamonds in the rough and making money off of that. And I couldn't believe that I could do this. That I didn't have to work for someone just to get, just to make money. I was tired of that. So I know for sure that most people, if they chose to go, if they tried, even tried to go through the darkness that I went through during, during the three weeks of being homeless alone, they would most definitely drive themselves crazy or they wouldn't be here anymore. I truly believe that. And this was the first time that I saw, I started seeing things as a test. If I pass this test of getting out of being homeless, I know there's going to be so many blessings on the other side. I'm going to just frame this and see this. My perspective on this is just going to be a test. It's going to be a test. And I'm going to pass it with flying colors because the universe and God is testing me to see if I'm really about the blessings that are about to come and really about me getting my shit together and changing my life. Look where I'm at today. I'm not saying I'm super, 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 super successful today. I'm not. I'm not even close yet, but I'm a lot further than when I was from this. I came I came so far from this homeless journey in 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 the summer of 2017 and hope that this inspires you guys whatever you're going through dark periods there's a quote that has stuck with me that i heard i first heard a few years ago on a podcast there's no sun without rain no sun without rain the light is at is at the end of the dark tunnel whatever you want to call it whatever you want to frame it as i always remind myself of that and and whenever i think of that quote i always think of this time this time when I went through the dark period and I chose to go through it alone, didn't ask anyone for help, didn't ask anyone for emotional support. I didn't even post about it on social media. I still have Facebook and Instagram back then. I didn't post anything about what I was going through. Um, it's funny because I think I, I, I uh, dug up my old YouTube channel and while I, was being, while I was homeless, I felt inspired, I think also from Gary Vee to start vlogging so I have vlogs there from 2017 of when I would go to Ross and look for shoes. That's what I vlogged about. But none, none, in none of those vlogs, in any of those vlogs, you guys can go watch, watch it too. I do not mention that I'm living out of my car, but yet I was still making videos. I'm so glad I did because I remember back then thinking, wow, I, I feel like I should start vlogging because I'm going to look back in a few years and I'm going to be looking back at those moments feeling so grateful that I went through it. And that's how I'm feeling now. That's why I'm speaking to you here. Um, 
do I recommend going through dark periods like this alone? I no, 100% no. I don't recommend it because I don't think that most people would be capable of going through it alone. So 100%, if you have a good network, you know, it's okay to ask for help. You have good friends, ask for help, whatever it is. It's okay to ask for help once in a while. Um, just make sure that you're bringing some kind of value to that person as well. Thank them. You know, some people find, you know, some people find value in you just thanking them and, and you just telling them, Hey, I really appreciate you. I appreciate our conversation. I appreciate you for being a good friend for you listening, right? Words of affirmation. Those of you who have read the book, the, uh, the five love languages, that's one of them, you know? Um, yeah, I think that's all, all, all I wanted to talk about, but more of the emotional side of things. Um, again, I appreciate you guys listening to my journey here. Um, as far as the homeless journey goes, I, I think I've talked, I'm trying to think if I've left out anything else, any of any other dark emotion that I went through. Um, yeah. I'm just reminiscing now. I just had brief flashbacks on, on, um, me just sitting in the dark parking lot at the, at a, at the grocery store parking lots, you know, Safeway parking lots, wherever I would sleep. Um, and just looking up at the roof of my car, at the ceiling of my car and just thinking and just thinking, you know, talking to myself, talking to myself, uh, uh, I'm going to get through it. You know, one thing, one thing that really was the driving foundation and driving factor that kept me going through this whole time was I knew deep, within my heart that this homeless phase was 110% temporary. I literally had no other thought of no opposing thought of, Oh, what if I'm homeless forever? That was, that was not even an ounce of, of a thought during this time. It's crazy, but I just knew that this was temporary and that I was going to get through it. Look at me now, right? I've gone through it. And if you're going through something dark, I'm here to tell you that you can get through it too. You don't have to go through it alone like I did. It's that that was kind of extreme, but for me, it was necessary for me to move forward. So appreciate you listening. That's all I have for this one. Uh, shoot me a message if you enjoyed this on 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 Instagram, John Kim underscore Ari. I'll have it in the show notes. I'll talk to you on the next one.